you got all of the non uh, all of the resources that you need for doing whatever research it is that you need in this kind of things because this this is investment so there's money involved and before you invest into something you should definitely research about it you are listening to digital perspective podcast hi my name is jules i am a 2d digital artist background artist and a character designer hi doing my name is eduardo's name is eddie i am a 3d digital artist and i code Hello, my name is Fuli Verroa. I am a 3D digital artist, photographer, and beat maker. And welcome, y'all, to Digital Perspective Podcast, where we talk about all things digital art and the artist. That yeah. <laughs> was good. I, I, I have some energy now. <laughs> I like took a fat nap, and now we're it's here. It's a great way to start the random talk, for sure. How's everybody's week? Yeah, I have to say the same thing. You ever... Like, I was talking to you guys during pre-show, and I was letting y'all know that, you know, I'm doing stuff that's art-related, which is awesome, but not my current job, per se, which is pretty cool to me, because any chance I get to do any art-related thing, I'm jumping on it, so I don't really care. So, Julio, I, you actually had the most uh, interesting week of all of us Oh, today. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, uh, well, I... Got music out, everybody. You keep hearing me say that I'm a beat maker. You can translate that into composer if you want to to make it more official, I guess. So yeah, I put put a song out, put an album out. It's fun. Go listen to it. Dusk Night, Wave Rider. Yeah, it'll be in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. It's been quite quite a few weeks, let me tell you that. Uh, but it's been fun. Yeah, I mean, with, the, with any any work that you do, like you're very meticulous. That's for sure. Because I think I heard a version of a song, like, at least nine or ten versions of it. <laughs> yes, there is a lot of songs that have more than ten versions, uh, just because I was very indecisive. <laughs> Man, it is what it is. Jules, you're weak. You're weak. Uh, you did a, lot of, did a lot of volunteering, did a lot of extra, extra. Volunteering my ass. <laughs> <laughs> volunteering my ass. My ass woke up at, like, five in the morning for things, like today. No, but, you know, I have to remind myself. The paycheck is going to look so fat, and it's going to be beautiful. There you go. Get paid. But I'm... Get cash money. I know. I, I've been tired. You know, I've been... Those little free time that I have, I've been trying to draw things and stuff here and there. Nothing's really been finished. I just have a lot of finished projects and stuff, you know? But we're okay. Like I said, I took a fat nap. Here we are. I'm ready. <laughs> Let's do our PSA for today because this is a PSA. Alright, this is a PSA on NFTs. If uh, you don't know what NFTs are, these are non-fungible tokens. Yes. I'm putting up my hand. Once again, once again. Once again. Non-fungible tokens. Fungible. All right, Jules, first question. Go. Um, what is it? Because <laughs> I don't know anything. You guys gave me like a small rundown, but I don't remember. I just know like it's it's good for artists, but like why? Alright, so the way it breaks down is a non a non-fungible token, uh it's like it's like Bitcoin and all that stuff in blockchain. But let me let me give you the super, 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 super simple version. Anybody that has played video games since um loot boxes we've been buying like skins we've been buying all this stuff that's basically what it is it's i have purchased this i own this and i can rock it out but instead of just in a video game 
it's for the real world. With digital art, more specifically. Exactly. You know, so now now the digital artist who basically like has been posting stuff up on Instagram, DeviantArt, Behance, we can sell our work now. If your work is done on a computer, you can sell it now. And you can, and it's basically serialized to the person. So whoever buys it from you, they're the owner of it. You know, you can actually make money off your, your craft now instead of having to work for a studio and, you know, do work for them and get paid by them. You can actually do work on the side for you and be an actual artist as opposed to just a commercial artist. So, so then how is it like a kind of, cause you're selling art. So like, what's the difference of that? And like, if I were to open like an Etsy shop and sell fan art or, or, or like something, you know, like, okay. is there like a difference or okay the only real difference is that you're selling one piece one time that's it whereas it whereas like you have something on etsy like let's say you make stickers on etsy right you can sell as many of those stickers as you want everybody that purchases it owns that sticker and that and you just make money repeatedly off that whereas with an nft you sell that one piece one time to one person and they own it and the difference is in Etsy, you know, you make money, but with an NFT, you can sell one digital painting for oh, thousands. One time only. So then the so then the person who buys it has ownership of it, basically. Exactly. That's, that's that. That's that. Okay. Exactly. And 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 the, the non fungible token, the digital token, gives them the right to that. It shows that they're the owner of it. It's like when you go to a gallery and you buy a painting. There's like a title oh, and stuff like that. One time yep, only. Same thing, except now it's just it's just digital now. So how do I get one? Julio actually is our man for that. Go ahead, Julio. So an NFT, technically, I currently have one on Foundation. Technically, Foundation is an invite-only platform. Yeah, sounds very um, prestigious, I guess. So the technically, the way that I got into the platform was I went into their Discord server. I introduced myself in the into introduction chat, uh, and then I submitted my work in the um, invite channel. And then some, I believe, a moderator uh, noticed my work um, within within a couple of hours, I think. Uh, and then within a couple of hours, I uh, after the first initial message. Uh, I was giving an invitation. I have currently only one uh, token out, up, no bids. If you're hearing this, and if it doesn't have any bids yet, by by the time you're listening to this, go make a bid. It can be yours. But I am planning. I'm planning on giving it a couple of more shots. There's still a lot that I have to learn uh, in terms of how the system is working because I am gonna be very upfront with you that the. NFT system was not very accessible for people like us. Um, it, it was, it, it was interesting to see how I was able to get an invitation very quickly. Um, because there are other individuals out there that have been waiting maybe a week or so for an invitation. Um, and, but there is some awesome work out there from people who are making bank on cryptocurrency with this stuff. Uh, and that's one thing with, with NFTs. There's multiple platforms for, uh, for the tokens. Uh, there's only uh, at this time right now, there's only one that is available for the public, but then you got gas fees. If you don't know what gas fees is, it's technically this 
transaction fee that the Ethereum, the Ethereum network is technically what NFTs were initially built upon. There is a transaction fee that is called a gas fee. Those are kind of high. And that is the initial barrier for a lot of artists um, because the gas fees, it depends on uh, how active the network is. Um, so like if it's very active, then the price is going to be astronomically expensive. But if it's not as active, uh, it will be quite affordable. So when I posted my first piece, I had to wait until like 1am. So the gas fees will be at like maybe 30 bucks. Uh, and not even I I paid maybe 50 bucks uh, for a gas fee. And then one cool thing about at least foundation is that I can have a reserve price and a reserve price is a price that no one will be able to bid under. So it's a minimum. Yeah. Yeah. So once I set my reserve price, it's going to go up on the network uh, and like people are going to be able to see it. It is then my kind of technically my job to advertise the fact that it is live and you can bid it. You can bid on it. You can buy it um, with foundation. You can also have uh, download downloadable content. So like DLCs for your own NFT, which is cool. Um, I'm thinking of making a, um, making a DLC for my own NFT. So maybe that maybe, maybe um, you will, they will bring more awareness to it. I don't know. Uh, but it's, it, it, artists out there should definitely look into that, into NFTs and see how it, it could benefit them. A lot of people, a lot of people have been making bank on it and if they can, so can you, so can, so can I. Uh, but I also, I also have other projects that are consuming all of my time right now. So I don't have a lot of time to be advertising my own NFTs to, for people to buy them. Uh, but eventually I will get there and hopefully, uh, one of you listeners will be owning a digital original by Julio or any of us here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it but it is definitely like the way right now that we as digital artists are able to get our stuff out. I mean, um Christie's, you know, they do fine art stuff. They had a um I think they did a frame auction for Beeple. Yeah. It's Beeple, yeah. it is Beeple. And his stuff sold for like I think I wanna say sixty nine million. A lot. And that, like it was like it's ridiculous. Like, and as a living artist, to have something sell for that much money, um, is crazy. He's all over the news. He's all over the art news. Yeah, like there's like as far as like living artists go, like, um, people that have sold that much higher. I mean, not, not much higher, but higher than him that were alive when stuff was going. I think the only two. I want to say the only two. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Jeff Koons was definitely one, and. David, David Hockney, Hockney, yeah, Hockney's the other, and they were the only other two that were alive when this stuff got sold for like a ridiculous amount of money. Look, look at us, look at us when remembering artists' names. <laughs> Hope um, we're making our professors proud. <laughs> uh, but everybody, NFTs definitely teach yourself about them um, before you actually go into them see what network or because that's the thing right now the ethereum network is currently the one that's ruling the nft system uh because they were the ones who made this easy they were the ones who made this possible but then now there's other aspects of this kind of things that we may not know about just look them up you got google and then there's youtube which is also owned by google so, 
uh, you got all of the non, uh, all of the resources that you need for doing whatever research it is that you need in this kind of things because this this is investment so there's money involved and before you invest into something you should definitely research about it so jules any other questions i just got one up more more like a comment just like on my part like i think yeah i just gotta do my own research you know find what's best for me for it because i get it more now but then to gotta get to like the nitty-gritty parts you know I was I was lucky enough that I was I so like if this is a new kind of social media chat platform called Clap Clubhouse. Um, if you're not on it, it's invite only. Um, the they, but it's it's a fun app. I have I was invited just to go learn about uh, NFTs when like, it was becoming such a huge boom. I uh, and oh my god, there's so much conversation happening about NFTs. <laughs> I think I think it's good that we, as as digital artists, as new media artists, people who do a lot of work digitally. As a matter of fact, this can also help for people who do performance work because you think about it, you can record yeah. your performance work, yeah, yeah. and you yeah. can have. There's people selling music. Oh, I believe it. I definitely. I, I like. There's so much you can do with this. That's not just. That's more than just art related. But but it finally gives us the artists a platform to sell our stuff away from commission work, which is which is a pain in itself. Because you'll do like you have commission work and you'll, you know, whatever the contract stipulates, two revisions, whatever, and you'll have people that'll just bomb out on you and not give you the second half. Or they wanna cheat the artist, which I always found was like I I hate personally because like for a person who's done commissions I, I, I've had that happen to me a couple of times and I can't stand it where I'm like, I'm giving you the work you want and then you just want to like bottom me out for whatever reason because mm. you don't value the work, but but yet you want the work, but you want the work at like pennies on a dollar. Like that makes no sense to me at all. Like you would never do that to any other aspect of your life. You just would you know that's true i don't i don't get it yeah i mean and also like another when thinking about benefits and things like that also it's like some of the benefits kind of barrier between the platform to platform Uh, so for example foundation has the benefits of like every time your work is sold it can always be like tracked to you but i don't i am not too sure that you get any percentage of whatever sale is made um but for example like but then when talking about sora sora is open to the public every time your a piece is sold once you sell your piece and then the own the new owner once the new owner sells it forward you yourself before you yourself post it for the first time you get to decide what percentage you want of this for real yeah that's that's pretty Oh, yeah, man, so that's great. If you want fifty percent back, you get your fifty percent back, and they cannot fight you on that. It's it's just plain simple. Oh wow, that's yeah. If you're, the, if, I, I honestly like. This is so much. This is so beneficial to like every artist in general, because if you think about it, when you went to auction, right, and you sold the piece, mm-hmm. that person owned the piece. Down the line, mm-hmm. they would sell it. You as the artist would never get any kickback because you sold the original piece, and it could go for two, three, four, five times more 
and you would never see anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's great. And I know that a lot more platforms are trying to make that a thing. Um, it's just that we have to, I got to be very, very honest with y'all, is that the this system of NFTs, it is a digital model of what the of what our current gallery system is. Very few of these platforms have actually tried to break that mold a little bit. Some of them have not gone as far, let's say, as Sora. Like Sora has actually made it possible for you to set your own markups, and that's amazing. <laughs> All of these platforms should have that, right? Um, but again, it's just like you gotta you get you gotta decide which one of this is the one that you want to go after, because it, at the end of the day, you could have. I let, let me again use myself as an example since I already says I have one on foundation. I could have that one piece on foundation, and then I can go to Sora and have a different piece. So that's one thing. Once you have a place, uh, once you have a piece registered on the blockchain, you can't just go to another platform and upload it because it has a. Well, that, I think that's fair. I think that's fair because it's like. It's very much how if you have a piece in one gallery, you shouldn't be putting that same piece up in another gallery. That gallery has the the rights to, you know, auction your stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. How's that sound, Juliana? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> it's... I definitely want to get into it. I definitely want to get into it. But, like, I just have to do my research. And I think everybody else who's listening has to do their research to really yeah. know what they Because we only know so much. So, you know, like a disclaimer, we're only, we only, we're only talking about what we know. So, definitely, people, go do your research. Go look up to really get into to, so you know what you're investing in. Um, I definitely will be because this sounds like a smooth deal, you know? Take that as your advice of the week, y'all. So, yeah. So, next episode, we're going to be talking about teaching yourself more than what you're taught in school. Taking that extra step to learn more in what you what they're teaching you. Um, tell your friends, family, your animals, anybody you know who listens to podcasts and stuff. Anybody who's artists. Your neighbor, hey neighbor, listen to this food podcast. Hey, you know, if you want to get close to your neighbor, share podcasts together. Super cute. Um, if you have any questions or want to leave a comment, you can follow us uh, at Digital Perspective on Instagram and pod underscore perspective on Twitter. So here we'll be, y'all. Yeah, we'll be there. See you next week. Adios for now. Adios. Adios.